Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Tracy Sandler podcast on the Believe Network, brought to you by Devo. I am very excited to have my first guest as Eric Davis, former cornerback of the 49ers and host of the Believe in 49ers podcast here on this network. Eric, welcome to the first episode. No, well, welcome to you. We're home team now. Yes. Not that we yep. weren't before, but we are definitely home team now. Look at that. So, you know, congratulations. And Thank um, you. I will try not to screw up your show for you. Let's get into it. The uh, San Francisco 49ers have a big game Monday night. Big news today from their opponent, um, Odell Beckham Jr. will be joining the Los Angeles mm-hmm. Rams super team. Uh, the 49ers obviously going up a very going up against a very tough Rams team without OBJ, and of course, uh, Von Miller, also newly acquired by the Rams. Uh, And the 49ers are a little bit in shambles, and I don't think it's dramatic to say that. I think what we saw last week shows a bit of a team in shambles. So this is a pretty important game for them. Um, Added drama, Josh Norman, OBJ don't really get along. Who knows if we're actually going to see Josh Norman on the field for San Francisco, but it just adds even a little bit more drama for Monday Night Football. Eric, what would you say about the state of this team right now? Um, well, at first, I don't think there's going to be much drama between Josh and Odell because I, I don't think you'll get them paired up against one another that often. No, probably not. Yeah, you can't expect, you know, Josh may not play, and I don't expect Odell to get a lot of runs just yet. He's got to learn the offense. And um, I would like to think that the Rams aren't putting up those kind of numbers with an offense simple enough for someone to learn in just a couple of days. Uh, <laughs> you know, Fair. I think Fair. I know McVay better than that. Uh, <laughs> but as far as the 49ers and going into this game and what they're dealing with, uh, forget Odell. They got their own problems. Yes, they do. I mean, they, you know, they, they, they have 99 problems. I mean, you know, and it, it's just, it's one of those situations right now where they just have to figure out, which direction they want to go in. You know, I've, I've been stating it. I mean, you know, anyone who's been listening to me, I've just been looking at it and I, and I say it, Tracy, if you haven't heard me say it, you hear me say it. I scout with my head, not my heart. Mm-hmm. I have to, my heart's with the colors. Of course they are, but you have to scout with your head. And what I see is a lack of plan. I see a lack of talent at certain positions um, I see the things that you, and by that, I, I mean, this as a head coach, what Kyle has done, I see him doing it again. And I know he has this genius tag. I like him a lot. I really do. I really, and, and people always get on like, how can you say both of these? You're, you know, you're playing both sides of the coin. No, you know, you know, these these things can be mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. He can be a good coach, a very good external guy, but not be a good coach. You broke up for a second there, Eric. And that's um, what I believe. I, I just don't think he, I don't think his decision-making and his planning is what it needs to be. I, I would agree with that. And I think we're seeing it in a lack of execution and where they are going into week nine. This team seems to have 
little to no identity. And every week the conversation is we're not executing. We need to figure out the details, but here we are in week nine, this team is three and five. They got to figure out the details. You've got a lot of veterans on this team that have been there a while and they're not playing with discipline and they don't look prepared for games. And, and it's problematic. I think the team has also relied on injured veterans and hoped they wouldn't get injured. Uh, and, and they are getting injured. I, I mean, I think the be- I, I look back to March 2020, and this is certainly not groundbreaking, but I think the beginning was the DeForest Buckner trade. It was, it turns out to not have been a good trade. I guess the future will tell, but I think we can see they missed, they lost on the field. They lost, I think they lost a lot of leadership in the locker room. You've lost a lot of things. Um, I think it does start there. I'm not saying it's going to ruin the franchise for the end of time, but I do think it starts there because when you look at, you have a Javon Kinlaw who is, who's played very little Brandon Ayuk. I think you could also look at as part of that trade because they were able to trade up and get him. And yes, mm-hmm. he's sort of come into his own the last couple of games, but again, we're getting late into the season for that. Obviously there had been some issues, so they're just a team. They're a little bit of a mess. And that's, that's the technical term. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah, that one applies to football mess. You know, hot mess <laughs> does apply to football. Um, well, what I'm looking at and what I'm seeing is the trades, you have to make a decision because you can't pay everyone. You just Correct. simply can't, you, you decide who you want to keep and who you don't want to keep. The salary cap is not an issue. Salary cap is only an issue when you don't want to keep a guy. Um, a guy you want to keep, you find a way to work it out. Uh, so the trade you decided I'm okay. I've, I've always said, I'm okay with who they draft. I'm okay with who they trade for. I'm okay. Who they decide not to sign. Reason being, I don't spend all day, every day with these guys. I don't, I, you have to be in the room to understand a player, to understand the person and the reasons why you want him, the reasons why you don't want him. I don't know that. All I want to do is just see. The guys that are on the roster, it's about production. And they're just not producing at a high enough level. So, and this is, this is the thing that I have going for me. You may have going for you, uh, but I know the faithful have, is that we view the 49ers in the light of the championships. Mm-hmm. And this is what we are about, and this is who we are. The 49ers haven't been that team in over a decade. Well over a decade. Well over a decade. That's the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we remember the Niners as that organization. So the guys that are playing right now, is, is back to the Odell Beckham thing. And, and, and someone asked me this a couple of days ago. After well, right after it went down with Odell about him getting signed, they were like, "What? What do you think about the Niners signing him?" You know, as I hadn't said anything else, but someone asked me that to my face. They asked me personally, and I said, "Why would Odell want to go to the Niners?" Yeah, and I was, I was, and I start, I was like, "Why?" I started thinking about it. Why would he want to go to the Niners? He wants to go to. He's leaving a team where they weren't winning. Mm-hmm. He wants to win. The Niners aren't a winning organization right now. And see, that's the thing. See, we still view it as the team that was winning Super Bowls and in the playoffs year after year, this perennial powerhouse. That's not who the Niners are. That's, yeah. They haven't been that a long time. And it's not just Kyle Shanahan. It, before Kyle, they weren't there. Uh, you, know, mm-hmm. you, had, you had a brief stint with Jim Harbaugh where things felt normal. 
very brief, but, but yes, it was. It was a brief set. Very brief, very brief. And we're back to where it is. So the, the 49ers have to figure out what is the plan. And that is the right. one thing I've always said. It's not, it's not about one player because, okay, we got you draft a quarterback, then that's it. You get a pass rusher, that's it. And even how you just said about Buck being gone. It's, it's not about one player staying or going. It's not about a new scheme. It's not about Sala leaving the sideline and the energy being gone. It's about a philosophy. What's your philosophy? One philosophy. What are you built upon? What, what is the reason you walk into the building every day? And how are you going to get there? And that's, that's what I think is missing because everybody wants to win a championship. You ask any player, you know, if you ask any player, ask any player. What, on, you know, in any sport, on any team, they all want to win a yes, championship. Yes, and the coach is going to tell you, hey, guys, we're going to work hard. We're going to execute. We're going to do all. That's great. But what I need you to do, coach, give me directions. Am I, am I, am I marching straight up the hill? Am I going to go, uh, you know, in a crossing pattern? Are we going to the right first? Are we all going left? Because we have to do this in unison. You got to give me a plan on how I get to the top that I believe in so I can execute it. And that's what they're missing. I, th- I think you nailed it. That is what they're missing. And that's why they don't have an identity. That's why they can't execute because they don't know what they're supposed to execute. I mean, yes, they're not supposed to catch the ball and run with the ball and score a touchdown and stop the other team. But you're right. I think they're missing a philosophy and they have been for some time. And really those, those minor years with Harbaugh in 2019, they're aberrations. They're exceptions. They are not the rules of the 49ers. Uh, those days are, are long gone. And, and I'm sorry. And you know what, Tracy, I'm sorry for cutting you off right there. Okay. And so, and so may be 2019. Yeah. That's not the norm. No, that's it's not. not. That norm. was an aberration. That was not, yes. that was the exception. That's not, that's not who the team is. Everything went right and it, and it worked and I'm not taking anything away from what went into that, but that is not the norm. Cause if it was the norm, you're not in losing season number 2017, 18, 20, five. <laughs> season number five. I'm really good at math. You're not, in losing season. you're not in losing season number five. And I agree with you. I do like Kyle Shannon. I think Kyle Shannon is a good coach. Uh, but they are missing some sort of philosophy and and gelling. Again, I'm using such technical terms, but this is this is they the problem. And, and they and you know I'm there. I'm at practice every week. I'm I. I mean, we're not in the locker room anymore, but I'm in all these press conferences and the the things I hear every week and have heard really every week since 2020 were we're not executing. We have to be better. Guys have to look in the mirror and figure out why they're here. We got to fix the details. Like at a certain point, then do it. Like you can't say the same thing every single week and expect some sort of different result. Well, well, at some, at some point, at some point you have to make a choice because if the guys aren't executing and if that seems, seems to be the problem, there are one or two things. Um, it's either the student or the teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to decide which one it is and you got to move on from there. Uh, I, I've, I said, and I meant it when I came to the Niners, there was, there was no, we win as a team and we lose as a team. We win as a team. If when we lost, it had to be somebody's fault <laughs> because if everyone did what they were supposed to do, we didn't lose. So 
it was we. That's why we used to always used to hear it around the locker room all the time. Don't be the guy, and by the way, don't mm-hmm. be the guy to screw it up for everybody else. Like, don't mm-hmm. be the guy, and and that's the thing. So if if execution is an issue, that's an easy fix. I'm mm-hmm. gonna because because the, the Niners I know, the Niners that I grew up in, the philosophy that was instilled in that building was that I appreciate the effort. If you're giving me your all. If you are lifting the weights and watching the film and you are on time and you are hustling as hard as you can and playing as hard as you can, but we're losing, I appreciate the effort, but we got to find somebody better than you. It's that simple mm-hmm. Be- because the plan works. So if, if the plan works, then you got to get better players. And if, right. you're, and if you're saying that you have a roster and I do believe this roster is better than it's showing, if it's not the roster, if it's not the dudes in the locker room, then it's got to be the plan. It's got to be the philosophy or it's got to be the coach. It's got to be something in that mix. And you got to figure it out and you got to fix it. I could not agree more. There is too much talent. Do I think this is a Super Bowl roster? No, probably not. But there is too much talent for them to mm-hmm. be three and five, to be turning the ball over three times, to be getting ridiculous taunting penalties honestly for them a couple weeks ago in practice have had to go back to basics and teach the the corners how not to commit dpis this <laughs> it's just not it's just not making sense to me i mean it's just it's, it's not this is not that roster it shouldn't be so i agree where's where's the plan and where's the fix so here they are at three and five they are shockingly not out of the playoff race entirely i mean if the playoffs started tomorrow they would not make it but it's, they're not out of it entirely what Tracy, they, Tracy, they are so far out of the <laughs> well, they're, playoffs. They're, they're they out of are it, they're at, out of it, but they, they're not technically out of it. They are as far away from the from the playoffs as I am from Pluto right now. Please. Well, I mean, I, I my birthday's in January, and I think I'm going to go ahead and plan a trip and book it and feel comfortable doing that. But for the fans listening, if let's pretend in an alternative universe they're not entirely out of it, what do they need to do? <laughs> Well, Tracy, first of all, the fans know me better than that. I told you, I don't scout with my heart. I'm, that's true. I, I'm that's not, true. Sorry, I'm not going to sit they're, here. And, they're screwed. I'm, it's over. I'm, well, no, this is now, but right now, this is the thing that they have to do. They have to start trying to figure out what direction you want to go in and what is the plan. That's why I said a few, I said a few weeks ago, you need to play. Um, you need to, you just, it's time to play five. It's time to put Trey out there uh, because you, the head coach said that first game, the first game Trey had to go into, the head coach after the game said that the game plan wasn't designed for him, that he couldn't. So he was limited in what he could do. If the game plan wasn't designed for him, then why is he your backup? Right. And that's what I mean by plan. Like who, what, no player should be on your roster in a game where everyone is one snap away from being on the field. Mm-hmm. You should. You, no one should be on your roster who's not prepared to play. So that's what I'm saying. So the whole thing. So and so now and also, if you have a quarterback in which your offense is the, your design of your offense suits your starter, but not the backup. So at some point, you got to decide. I'm going to switch things over to suit the backup. Right. You've already you've already kneecapped. You kneecapped your starter. No yeah. one's listening to Jimmy. There's no yeah. leadership in Jimmy because everybody knows he's gone. Yeah. Every everybody knows he's not the guy. So when I know right. you're not the guy, I'm not going to listen to you. Not even Trey. No one's going to listen to him because you need captain. So right. with that being said, you it's time. 
and now do I think that I think that Jimmy is right now today, Jim is a better quarterback than Trey. Right. Let's forget physical ability. He's a better NFL quarterback. He knows more about the position and he could do more. But you you got to move on and and start building your plan. And that goes back to what I was saying before. Sound like a broken record, but there's no plan. There's mm-hmm. no plan. And you and you keep telling me these things. I just listen to what he says. I just yeah. listen to Kyle. And, mm-hmm. and when you tell me that your quarterback can't run the offense, he can't run the game plan that you have in place. How does that work? Well, and who's why is he? That? Why is he? <laughs> why, I, 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 I'm not. I'm not pointing fingers. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. I'm just giving us things to ponder. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, and I'm just saying it. It, it doesn't. I, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have a middle linebacker that doesn't know the defense. Everyone would say like, like, what's wrong with that? You wouldn't have a corner who doesn't know the defense. You wouldn't have a wide receiver who doesn't understand the offense who can't run the plays. You have young running backs. Why don't they play? Well, they don't understand protections. They don't understand the offense. But you got a quarterback who can't run the game plan, mm-hmm. and you make them you make them your backup. That makes no sense. I'm, I'm just, it just, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't personally understand it. I would love to just have somebody explain it to me, but it just doesn't make sense. Um, so those, th- with those things happening, they're going to have to figure it out. And I want, and that's why I want to just see moving forward guys just working and just guys trying to figure out who is going to be on the roster next year. As far as I'm concerned, training camp has started. So, so that's fair. That's very so, so I mean, so, but really, when you say get ready for playoffs, no, 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 get ready. I didn't say get ready for playoffs. That's not what I said. I said in a bizarro no. universe where they're not technically not completely you did. out of you it. Did. That's why I did not say get ready for playoffs. You did. You did. So, <laughs> so this is, so this is, so what, what I think would be more feasible is to start playing the games based on what you plan on doing. Uh, mm-hmm. If you dig yourself out of this one, great. But something is not working to utilize the skill sets of the guys that you have at the highest level. And that's what you got to get back. You got to get back to Kittle needs to be Kittle to, to win a mm-hmm. championship, to compete for a championship. Stars got to play like stars. Mm-hmm. The role players have to know their role and they have to take pride in it and live up to it. And then you got to have a few surprises. And yeah. that's what, and that's, you look at 2019. The stars on this team, they played like stars. Every, every, yeah. Both both showed up every day. So did Fred Warner. So did Kittle. Mm-hmm. These guys showed up every day. But then you got to get some surprises. You got to have you got to have Raheem Mostert do some things that you just flat out weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. You, you have to you have to. I mean, Jimmy came in and yes, they brought him in, expected him to play, but he played well all season long. You have to have things like that happen. Right. But, you got to start building off of your core guys and see what you have from this point on who and who's going to be, which positions around them are lacking to build it up to that level. Because it can't, you can't go across the board where it can't be across the board where I have, I have a, a nine in Bolsa. I got mm-hmm. a nine in Fred, you know, in Fred Warner. And then you look at the other guys around. And it's like, okay, where where are my eights? Where are my sevens? Where where you you know it can't you it can't be that way. It's the same on offense. You you can't yeah. you can't you have to build. You got to build across the board. Now I don't expect all of my offensive linemen to be Trent, 
You know, everybody right. can't be Trent Williams. He's a, he's special. He's special. Yeah. But I do expect the other guys to understand that that's the level and compete and and try and get there. And that's that, it. Shouldn't be a major drop off. And that's what you're going to have to get if you are truly trying to compete and win. Because right now the Niners are the worst team in the division. The Niners are one yes. of the worst teams. They are one of the worst teams in the league, but they are not one of the worst rosters in the league. So something has to get fixed. And actually, in uh, in his press conference today, Kyle said that he always thought the mark of a good coach is how did how did he put it? I could probably pull up the exact quote, but um, essentially, is that you can get your C players to play like B players, but a really good coach gets their A players to play like A players every week. Mm-hmm. And their A players have not been playing like A players. I would make the argument any week other than Bosa uh, and Trent Williams. I don't know consistently that everybody else has been playing like an A player every week, the ones that should. Um, and that I think definitely is the crux of the issue. Uh, it, it, just, as I just said, stars got to be stars. You, mm-hmm. you have to you have to utilize the talent. You got to have guys playing at the level that they play at because the coach builds on that and you plan around. You, I, I can't have I can't if you have if you have a plus talent, you can't give me a C performance. You Correct. can't you because you're just never that guy. And a you may give me a B. But what you're if when you when but I can't expect you to give me or C or a D. That should never happen because you're just too good for that. Your bad days are not going to be down there. So when guys are fluctuating like that, you don't know what to do. And because of that, it screws up the plan. And then there we go back to plan again. Back to the plan. What, what are you trying to do? And how do you do it? And how do you consistently get it done? Because that's what the league is about. It's not about being good. It's about being consistent. That's how you win games. Consistency wins games, not good plays. You're gonna if you do your job, you're gonna fall into some good plays. And if you do your job every single play, you had a good game. Yeah. Well, because you, you were consistent, you followed the plan. <laughs> there you go. Just do just doing your job. If you if you do your job every single play of every single game, I guarantee you, at the end of the year, they're gonna say you had a great year. If you do it, if you just do your job during the game, at the end of the game, they're going to say, he had a really good game. That was a great game. And because you're going, just by being where you're supposed to be and doing the things you're supposed to do, you're going to get it worked out. But now part of that is understanding what you want to do. Because Tracy, it's not about just knowing the playbook. It's, no. it's, it's the intent of the play. What am I supposed to do? Why am I doing it? What, what are we trying to accomplish? Who do I screw up if I'm not doing it? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what veteran guys have to do. You become like an extension of the coach and you understand what's happening and why you're doing it and you understand your opponent. And all of that starts with me truly understanding what it is I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Because when I know what I'm trying to do, then I, I move beyond that and I start paying attention to what my opponent is doing. Can't be out there right. thinking about what, what I'm doing. I got to know what I'm doing. I have mm-hmm. to. And and then I can focus on the, you know, the my opponent and the puppet master, what they're trying to get them to do. That's what you got to focus on as a player. But I don't know. Right now, guys are sitting around trying to figure out what they are supposed to do. And I'm not sure if they have confidence. They're going to say it. But I'm not sure mm-hmm. if a lot of guys have confidence in, you know, truly in the person standing next to them. 
I think that that I think that's true. Well, the good news is we've solved it, and we know what they have to do. The bad news is we have no control over it. <laughs> but the good news is, is it's been solved. Uh, but I think you know I think you really you really nailed it um, with, with your comments, and I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I'm going to ask you one very hardball question before you leave. I hope you're ready for it. But I want a prediction. Will Trey Lance start a game this season? And what when what game will it be? Um, will Trey Lance start a game this season? It's not really that hardball a question. I was being facetious. Oh, but <laughs> wow, wow. Um, I yes. Okay. Yes. What I, I what game? If you were to if you were to guess, what game? That, that I don't know. That I don't know. Because see, I think he should be already starting. It, mm-hmm. It's it's time. I, I you know it, it, so. Um. At some at some point, you're going to have to push your chips in and start the clock. I'll say this. I think it'll be later than sooner because Mm -hmm. the because the evaluation of Kyle is based upon Trey Lance's development. So as soon as Kyle Kyle's not going to get fired off of this, they can they if they don't win another game, he's not going to get fired off of this. If if Trey Lance is not playing and performing and growing properly, he's going to get fired. So the question is, when does he want to start that clock? That evaluation begins the minute he names him starter. So I think that's going to be later than sooner because if he does it now, as I said, it's enough time for that clock to really start and for them to change their minds on Kyle moving forward. If he starts mm-hmm. it later in the year or next year, the evaluation starts. And that buys him more time. And um, as and people may say that that's not a thought, then you you're crazy. That's that's yeah. a thought. That's that's a part of that's a part of the plan. That's a part of that's a part of why you do what you do. Um, because remember, you know Kyle likes being the head coach too. Yes, yes he does. I don't <laughs> think he wants to give that up anytime soon. And you are right. As soon as that clock starts. It's going to determine how quickly yeah. he's going to have to give up that title. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for joining me. This was this is a great conversation. We'll see what happens Monday night. I mean, I think we all know what's going to happen Monday night, but we'll see how it plays out. Um, and you guys, thank you for listening. Please subscribe, rate, review. Uh, the Tracy Sandler Show is officially off and running. Fantastic. Eric, thank you. And I'll talk to everybody later. Bye, all Take it easy. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.